All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to uh, episode three of uh, Peeling the Product podcast. Uh, we, we got together as a group uh, in between episodes and we talked about what is something we could do to make this a little bit more fun. And we got a little uh, tradition that I think we, we're, we're going to start doing. And the tradition is um, what is your you know product of the week, personal product of the week? And since it, uh, we're, we've just passed Amazon Prime Day, let's do a prime theme. All right. So uh, icebreaker question today. Let's go around. What was your, uh, your splurge product of the week for, uh, for prime day? Uh, for me, uh, it was ergonomic chair that I really wanted. Uh, it was really, cool. it was thousand bucks. I was getting for some 700 bucks. So it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Oh, well, hopefully you don't have any more back problems from that i need, I need to invest in a chair <laughs> good what about you rupu yeah i i bought like you know eco beater mustache you know and 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 um it was on sale you know so i'm a really frugal guy uh 200 something but it wasn't discount 400 uh uh 70 and everyone said that's better than nest so i went with it yeah alexa built in but let's yeah. see how it works good Truly on brand for you. That's great. Yeah, I'm a I'm an eco eco bee owner myself. Um, what about you, Trent? Um, so it seems like every Prime Day I buy another Echo Dot for a different room in our house. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I got. I got the the one that um is uh, I forget. It's like the more advanced one with the buttons on it, and it's, it's not just voice control that has buttons. Maybe they all do. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that's what I got. Interesting. Man, well, I caught a huge sale on this water bottle. It was uh, <laughs> originally $20, but I got it for 14. So I'm pretty pumped. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I think I escaped for the least amount and we went in probably highest to lowest order. So good job, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. So, you know, in, in let's keep the Amazon theme going. You know, today we're going to talk about Amazon One. Um, who wants to take a stab at like telling the audience, like telling our listeners, you know, what is Amazon one? Let's explain it like, uh, to a five-year-old, not that five-year-olds are listening, but <laughs> sure, I will try. Uh, so basically Amazon one is a method, which is launched a process launched by Amazon, uh, which is provides you a convenient contact lens shopping experience. And how can you do that? Basically, you have to walk into the store very first time with your credit card and you have to wave, uh, you have to scan your palms. You can either use one palm or both the palms. And this is a first time process. And then what happened that your, your palms images register and encrypted and then the new digital signature is created against your palm basically. And when the next time or in the same time when you walk and in, in, within the store, you can just wave your farm and it will be just reading the digital signature now on for the shopping experience. And it is linked to your trade card and it allows you to do a contacted shopping within no time. So that's the Amazon one from my perspective. Gotcha. Yeah. So basically it's, you walk into a store, you ring up your items and when you go to pay, instead of paying with a credit card, you scan your palm. That's palm of your hand and that is tied to your credit card somehow like you mm -hmm. just described and boom you're done right so you don't have, you don't have to reach into your uh your wallet um 
Yeah. So pretty cool concept. Um, what, what do we think of like initial reaction? I know like Amazon's been, been work. I think they announced this like two years ago in 2020, you know, mm-hmm. perfect timing, perfect timing for the, uh, the COVID apocalypse. Um, and, <laughs> um, so everybody's into contactless, but what, what do you guys think? What's your initial, uh, initial take here a couple of years later? Let's start with Rupu. Hey, uh, <clears throat> Well, you know, so first of all, you know, I definitely work for Amazon, but you know, I, I just want to make sure that you know, whatever I say is my own opinion and doesn't reflect um, the views of Amazon, right? Classic. Um, so, so I, I do think it's 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 cool, but like you know, I don't think it's tricky enough, right? Because like you know, conceptually, what you're doing is like you 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 you're tying a a part of your body, like you know, and uh, you're using a part of your body in this case, a palm as an identifier. That's you know tied to a credit card, yeah. And, you know instead of a credit card, you know you're uh, you're 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 using your palm you know as an identifier to process um, process the payment, right? I, I do think like you know from a consumer's experience, it's much more easier. Now, I shop with um, two year old, right? And it's just so much easy not having to like you know open your wallet and 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 do um, and and go through all that, right? The checkout experience is much. Um, much much simpler, uh, but but you know the more I think about it, right? From a technology perspective, you know, I just I I am not getting wowed by this. Like you know, I know it's contactless. You know, we've seen different form of contactless, right? Apple wallets, QR codes, um, you know, and and I I I kind of like see this as one level more with purely contactless, but I'm not wowed by it. You know, so yep. You're hard. You're hard to impress. I love that. <laughs> but I think it's good. Like like I said, you know, from a consumer experience perspective, and and that's the main main goal, right? How do we make it easy for customers to have a better shopping experience, better checkout um, experience? And I definitely, I think that you know serves that purpose. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, to build on that a little bit more, I think you know biometric security measures have been around for a while, right? Yeah. In formats and. I do like the the new take on it, and I, I just actually just looked up that a fingerprint can have about 150 characteristics that make it unique, but a palm print palm print can have 1,500. So that 10x difference really could mean something in terms of security, right? Mm-hmm. It'll be harder for someone to fake that, um, and it's a deliberate action, you know, putting that palm above the reader to to hover it there. Um, it's not quite as easy as capturing someone's face. Uh, palm prints aren't going to be as readily accessible to even scan if someone were to try to to grab your palm print. Um, and I think, you know, overall, just the idea of, I, I see a lot of potential in the idea of identity, right? Using this, not just for payments, but other identifying factors, like only I have access to this, this area or this experience or this, you know, these tickets or this, you know, this premium level of access, right? So being able to lock it down with something that's, highly secure could be valuable in other scenarios as well but we'll get into this i'm sure but right now the scale is i think 70 locations so yeah i love bringing the bringing the data i love it (laughs) Um, so from my perspective i i love the idea i mean uh i know rupu didn't like the didn't find (laughs) the wow factor over here but what i was thinking from the as i am i love running I, i love to go to gym in the morning 
And there's time when I'm coming back and I think, I don't want to carry anything with me. I'm just going for the run. I don't want to carry anything with me. I just want to have my, don't even want to carry my phone with me. So I just want to go for shopping right next to my home is a Whole Foods. I can go inside, buy something and just can come back in the morning. And, and go, same goes in the evening. And it gives me an experience that I'm, I was always looking for. Hey, can I just walk in and just shop and just come back? And that too seamlessly, like without sitting, standing in the long queues. And I was thinking from the other perspective, because I live in the major city, New York City, long queues that we face, that when you go inside the stores, yes, I can pick up my stuff within a minute. Picking up a stuff within a minute is not a problem. It's a long queue when we go for the payments that we have to face. Yeah. And we spend some 30 to sometimes 30 minutes or, or more, basically, just to pay something, especially in the rainy days. So I love this experience. And so I definitely had a wow factor for this kind of concept. Okay. I'm glad you said something about that because I was starting to wonder. I was like, what? I mean, it doesn't, really, <laughs> it doesn't really add anything. I'm over here in Podunk, North Carolina, right? So I can just run into the store, grab what I need and get out of there. But mm-hmm. in New York City, okay, I can see the, I can see the benefit of the queuing times uh, s- decreasing significantly. So that's mm-hmm. a big deal. But I don't know, guys, like, I think there's this big, like, floating issue out there about, like, okay, this big company now has my palm print, right? I feel like that is the, like, from a user perspective and the privacy perspective, that is one of the big roadblocks I I think we see here. And if you even Google, you know, Amazon One, the first couple articles that pop up are people are freaked out, like, uh, they were trying to use this this technology at a um, what was it Red Rock? I think it was Red Rocks in your neck of the woods yeah. over there, Trent, in, um, in Denver, right? Mm-hmm. And they were trying to so basically um, for for listeners, um, they were trying to use like these queuing stands where Amazon One technology scan your palm palm print and it was tied to your uh, ticket to access to get into this concert, and um, it was just upheaval, uproar. Like the, the the artists, like what was it? Rage Against Machines. It was a big artist. It was somebody big, huh. and they were like, "Nah, we're like we don't want people to come to our concert if they have to do that." So they like boycotted the whole thing. So very interesting. What do you think about this? <laughs> I'll chime in real quick first, and just say I, I feel like it'll probably follow the typical, you know, early adopters, you know, and then the laggards being kind of bringing up the rear. But uh, that typical curve is, I think, it, Amazon's one that has the scale and, and the means to, you know, educate customers on just how secure and, and their method of, of using this and like the terms that go along with it to try to build that trust. But there's already plenty of non-fans of Amazon. Uh, I saw for Prime Day, a lot of people saying, don't buy anything for Prime Day. You're just feeding a machine and, you know. But yeah, there's there's always gonna be detractors. Um, Rupu, you want to go next? Or? Yeah, I mean, like you know, I, I really think for for you know, let's not say Amazon One, but like you know, let's support a tech to um, be adopted at scale. Um, you know, we we need to see more use cases, right? Driver license, you know, domestic flights, international flights, you know, um, doctor appointments where let's talk to your medical records and stuff like that are like, you know, stored um, in some form of biometric um, um, things, right? And, and you know, so that, that's what, like, you know, when I said, like, you know, I'm not wild, you know, the, the technology itself, you know, at least the way I looked at it, you know, to me, it looks like a normal progression of the next form of payment, right? 
Um, you know, so so you know, I, I really think there's a convenience component of it. And you know, as far as privacy, you know, that's why I think like you know, Amazon did not go with facial recognition and went with biometrics, right? Because that privacy, that the psychological, uh, uh, you know, uh, layer of that, you know, where where maybe that would have hurted more with adoption. But I really think, you know, as the ecosystem and the application based on these use cases evolve, I think like you know, we're gonna end up living or like you know, having a much more a digital identity represented by you know biometric. Um, identifier or like in official or whatever other ways. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I just want to add a couple of points over here. I mean, I really appreciate that you have a concerns about security and trust. And me, I mean, I, I too have a security and trust concern about that. But what I feel is that like when we, as a user, we have shown our trust with Apple ID, FaceTime, basically. Yeah. So we already are using, and we are using Irish over there, basically our eyes are there. We're giving that information to Apple. So why why are we hesitant as a, as a consumer to give this, that biometric information to, uh, to Amazon? And also we are using the other products like Echo, where the, our voice are actively heard uh, by the Amazon cloud and they, they, they can store it. And whether they're storing or not, I'm not sure about it. And I, I believe they are storing it. So they already can voice, uh, they can voice recognize us basically if they want to, uh, if the trust factor is not there. So that is one thing which I, I want to eliminate. Let's not talk about the trust over there, but I have that trust basically. That's why I'm using Amazon products at my home now. And, but I, I firmly believe that this is a new revolution. And I think Rupu, you added a great point over there that identifier something like Apple wallet, basically, where you have, you can use your biometric to uh, have this uh, kind of wallet where you can go to doctor's place and also at airports, but make it much more convenient for us as well as for the security forces and seamless process for everyone. I mean, like, you know, I, I guess the first use case was the iPhone itself, right? Where you unlock your phone by like, you know, uh, exactly. biometric and, you know, it went to like an official, uh, recognition, but I, I, I want to make a point about the security, right? I, I really don't think security should be a concern, right? Because if Amazon or any company wants, you know, during the time of a setup, right, they can take a print of your palm, right, convert that convert that image to something else. Let's suppose a QR code, right, and and only store the QR code, right, and then never store. The, the palm, right? So every time you're checking, what you're doing is like you you only matching, right? But never storing the palm image itself at the device or at the cloud, right? And and, and I don't know the details how Amazon does it. That's what but, they do. That's what yeah. they do basically. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what they do basically. The point was like you know if you're never storing the palm itself and only like you know kind of like you know Snapchat, right? You take an image, you match it. You know, with the initial uh, 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 thing, and then you just don't see. Then you know, there should really not be a um, security concern, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, with, I'm with you guys. It's like they've already got the rest of your stuff. Like, oh what, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's a palm gonna matter? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, like, you know, um, if you think about it, right? Uh, maybe this is one of the reasons why they went with palm instead of like you know your your facial because i can never tell you know by looking at the image of the palm 
that this is Andrew or this is Trent or this is ABC versus, you know, I could make that, I could tell that who the person is by looking at their you know, facial uh, a picture, right? So, so maybe there's some safety net, you know, too on why why palm palm instead of like you know uh, facial uh, uh, readings. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's let's think about like commercialization here. Um, for those wondering, like why? I mean, why do you guys think? Uh... All right, so there's this there's this dichotomy here, right? So Amazon is a tech company. They can accept payment, but they're definitely not like a bank or a payments firm or a credit card, you know, issuer. So obviously there's this opportunity for those, those like traditional types of companies. And even like some of the newer age ones, if you think about like Stripe and, 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 and ones like that or Square, yeah. um, you know, th that are actually at the point of sale and retail, you know, why, you know, it would make sense for them to be in this game. But Amazon's the one who's kind of paving the way. So let's let's kind of break that down a little bit. But also, as a product manager, what is the ROI? What's the oper business opportunity for Amazon to expand this beyond, like what you said, the puny amount of stores that are in 70 right now, right? So what's the opportunity here and the ROI and the, you know, the business case for Amazon? Yeah, I'll go first real quick and just maybe throw this out there that this could be a way for them to sort of land and expand as a point of sale because of where it's located. Um, the, the tricky part for the, the companies you mentioned with the, maybe the exception of Square is the hardware component. Like these credit card issuers and payments, the banks, they're not hardware uh, people, you know? So building the kind of device that can read a palm, I mean, maybe that can be miniaturized at some point so that it happens on your, on a phone or some other more common device. But right now, that looks like a very, very specialized device. Be able to read those, you know, unique fifteen hundred different, you know, signatures, so to speak. Um, but this could be a way for them to be sort of an entry point. Once they have a device at a point of sale location, it, that device can suddenly take on new functions. You know, they they could the next version of that hardware could handle credit card, you know, payments and and palms, right? Could do both. Then you have even an, an even simpler experience for the consumer and the merchant. Yeah. Right, so why is that important though? Is it because they take a portion, they take a small percentage of every you know transaction that occurs? At this point, I don't think they do. I mean, it's free at least for the user, for the consumer to use Amazon One. Um, and I actually looked into that. In order to be a, a business that uses Amazon One, all I all I could see was that you're sending an email to Amazon requesting the opportunity to use it. I don't know what their criteria are. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Trent. And I think Amazon is known for disruption and they really want to disrupt now this payment industry. Uh, that's my feeling basically, because they are now going after companies like Stripe and, uh, and maybe we are reluctant to say Visa and MasterCard in some way. They say, oh, you know what, uh, you are a retailer, that's great. We will uh, help you to uh, decrease your the queue time, and especially in the big cities, and, and and when we talk about Amazon, we should talk about global, not only the America, but US, basically. You think about the, the Asian population, especially the India and China, where the population is really high, the long queues, they really want to, and there are so many retailers over there. So you can think about a big market which exists over there. And now this allow, provides them this opportunity to reach out to this, these different retailers where they have a long queue times and they and they, they want to give a, give a good experience to the customer also, but they want to disrupt those industry completely where they want to 
get into it now. Maybe they're not charging right now to business anything. Maybe in the future, things will change drastically. I, I, I kind of like to say this in twofold, right? And and first is to me, and I'm maybe a little biased here, this really shows like, you know, how customer obsessed Amazon is, right? Because yep. at the end of the day, it's a better shopping experience. It's a better checkout experience. There's no doubt about it, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, that truly is a culture of Amazon to constantly think about like, you know, how do we make it easier for the customer, right? And not worrying about like, you know, what the competitor are doing, but like, you know, taking that initiative, right? And we've seen this um, with, with, you know, things like free one year um, DoorDash, you know, for Prime member, um, free one click check-in, you know, uh, with Prime, right? Um, so I, I I think so 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 culturally it makes sense for Amazon, right? Now now the other point is, you know, the same thing like Android apps, right? I don't understand, you know, why not Visa, why not Mastercard, why not the payment processors, right? Because if let's suppose like you know I'm JCPenney, right, or 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 if I'm Walmart, right, would I really want to use, um, you know, would I, would I really want to use um, Amazon's product, right, and give my competitor the the consumer the data on my consumer behavior and things like that, right? Um, you know, I'm not saying they want, but I, but 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 you know, I, I think that's that's the natural first order questions, right? Um, you know, maybe maybe you know companies like Walmart, you know, JCPenney, all consumer business would be much more willing to use a third party, um, you know, uh, technology similar to Amazon One rather than using Amazon One technology, right? Now, now, obviously they could license the, Amazon could license the technology to, to like, you know, various other use cases beside e-commerce, right? That's one thing. The other thing is like, you know, if the data is saying that, you know, more people are doing online shopping, how does this, how does this really help the digital shopping experience, right? To me, it's, it's almost like, you know, it's, yeah, the experience is great, but it's only like in-store shopping, right? And, and, and and the more we work remote or or like you know five years ten years down the road like you know what is that percent of shopping transactions happening online versus like you know offline right um, yeah so so yeah, I love the focus on customer problems right the, every no one likes no one likes waiting in line <laughs> yeah and but it's actually really I, I just want, on on customer experience. So. Mm-hmm. Thanks, uh, Rupu. You just brought my, one of my. I mean, I just because I'm more. I work more on the product analytics, and I just think I've thought about one more one more use case. Now it's great. Why it's been a great opportunity as a company, Amazon. Now I can connect the retail the person who are going in person, and also doing a shopping on Amazon, and I can find the the trends basically how how much they're shopping in person to different stores, not Amazon, but other stores. Uh, if if uh, those retailers are using my payment as Amazon, and now I can I can think about the use cases and I can I can develop those products uh, and sell them on Amazon online also. So it, it provides a lot of opportunities and open up the new gates for the Amazon. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the use cases are way beyond just a shopping experience, right? The whole idea is like, you know, how do I, 
uh, how do I make it easier, right? And 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 really think like things like medical records, where like you know if you change a doctor or if you go to a new hospital, it's going to take a week or two to get all your medical records to a new doctor, right? If that can all be digitalized and you know tied to some identifier, you know I I think like you know information access to information at the fingertip, right? Uh, because you control your information tied to some biometric or whatever form that you carry on with it, with you, right? Yeah, that's a little bit uh, compliance issue coming from the health industry. I can say that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The obvious crossover is with you know Amazon owning Whole Foods. That you see a bunch of the locations are Whole Foods locations, but yeah. you also see a bunch of arenas and airports. Yes. Like, yeah. Just like Rupu was saying, those you know tickets to events. And you know, international flights, that's that there's a ton of potential there. Yeah, gas yeah. stations, right? I mean, like Costco, right? I mean, like you can you imagine like you know, Amazon is going like contactless and you know, grab and go. And then you know, every time you go to Costco, you have to wait on the line, show your receipt and go. And it's it's a totally different customer experience. Like, you know, Dude, Amazon parking, parking garages. How yeah. nice would that be? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fumbling around for that that stupid little card to try to like stick it in. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, oh my easy but, passes. I don't need easy passes anymore. Just wave at the easy and pass by on the highways. I'm still not clear. I mean, maybe maybe I'm missing something, but they've got to be taking like almost how like credit card uh, uh, providers take like a what is it? They take a three percent cut from the mm-hmm. retailer, right? That yep. sells the Right. Is that what's happening here? Not that I'm aware of till now. I took a glance through the terms, but I didn't see anything like that. I I think like, you know, they're working on, they're working with some like 3P, um, you know, retailers or whatever we want to call. And there's a, there's a mention of licensing, but like, you know, doesn't say if that fee is on the users or transaction level. Uh, but but I'm sure like if they want to monetize it, there has to be some like you know, uh, monetization element if, if they if they're licensing their product, right? If not, right. then you know, just add the store. Maybe so, there's a so like, question like, for the question for the group then. You know, if you were the PM of Amazon One, how are you? What how are you going to monetize this? Your cost so, is the hardware. Right, you have to you have to build and distribute the hardware and get it to the point of sale. How do you recoup that cost? How do you recoup yeah. that investment and then and then make a profit going forward as a as a product manager? What do you what, what factors are you? The easy answer is to put a small screen on the device and make them look at ads. As they, as <laughs> that's one. That is one. That is one. That's, that's oh, the device one. the device does not have a screen on it, does it? It looks like basically just like a a little circular pad that scans your hand. Yeah. You know, the thing is like, you know, why does the ATM in the banks don't do this, right? I mean, like, you know, why do they still require two-factor authentication? If like, you know, biometrics is is going to be so uh, popular. So like, to me, licensing technology, right, to all this use use case. So basically what this is doing is it's it's, it's taking away that two-factor authentication, right? So, so let's suppose in the bank, it's it's your card and it's your pen, right? Uh, you know, in the store, it's a credit card and you, it's you being uh, uh, present, right? Those are all like you know two factors, right? Versus here, it's just one factor, right? It's only you, right? So I I think like you know those are you know one 
one segment, you know, and the other one is like, you know, uh, basic cues, um, you know, where I don't have to wait in line. But, but the third is like, you know, um, uh, uh, when we talk about like consumer retail, I would really focus on high-end stores, right? Um, because I, I do think like the loyalty on brands is much more uh, in, in, in the high-end stores. So maybe like, you know, to go at scale, that segment like Louis Vuittons or like, you know, Coach, uh, you know, things like that. You know, Apple, you know, uh, the high high ticket items. Uh, that, you know, airlines, uh, you know, do, do, those, were, those would be a you know, natural um, use case to me. And I also think that, that people would, I also think the people in those customer segments would value that more as a luxury too. And, 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 you know, not have more concerns, right? Because they used to having this convenience. That's a personalization element of it. You know, you go to a store, you know, you, know, you get a nice welcome, you know, you get what you want, you scan your um, hand and you walk away, right? Um, so I, I, well, I somehow think like there's that element of like, you know, high end uh, thing. To you know, like skipping the line uh, for like, What's it called? Pre uh, TSA pre or, or yeah, clear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, cause there's so many use cases, right? I mean, like, you know, why not? Why not partner with um, car rentals, car companies, and then you rent a car, right? It's on the pump, and you go in, then you know, you scan your palm or whatever, right? I mean, the, I mean, the use cases yeah. are so many. So, so I, I don't think, like, you know, if Amazon really wanted, um, I want to partner with nightclubs <laughs> that that with, have a hard with time. you. Nightclubs, <laughs> yeah, there you go. avoid the long queues. I mean, in if you go to and all these big city nightclubs, they have a long queue, and like we and they have a VVIP service over there. Right? That's that's by design. They're trying to make their club look cool by having a yeah. line out the door. <laughs> Social proof, yeah. <laughs> but it, but it would eliminate the risk of you know fake IDs getting people in that shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Oof, yeah. That open that that opens up a can of worms though, right there. Sure. Like, uh, mm, like they, same with so health invasive. records, you know. Yeah. Same with health. HIPAA is going to be a big hurdle for them if they go that route. So going back to your question, uh, Andrew, you were talking about the like, how do you want to monetize this one? Like, first, there are a couple of things that we, as a PM, have to think about monetize when you talk about monetization. First is like, what is the immediate goal? If the goal, I mean. If the is the Amazon's immediate goal is to go monetize or is to make it uh, something very appealing, uh, like what they have done with the Prime Amazon Prime, they took it a while. If you if you ask me, they like initially people were reluctant to join Amazon Prime long time back, maybe ten years back. It's it was, but now I don't know a single person who's not using Amazon Prime, right? So it's I think it's by design that Amazon does that. Like they don't go like all out in a one single go. They just want to wait and watch. They want to see the adoption. And that's why they're right now focusing on the Amazon Go stores or Whole Foods. And they just want to see how the people are reacting. And and they they launch these stores in the big cities. If we look at the cities, Seattle, New York City, San Francisco, they are big cities. So they are testing there basically. And, and once this trend picks up there, they know it's going to pick up in the other cities also and internationally too. And the only thing which I don't agree right now with Ruku, you, you spoke about the high high end stores. The high end stores are generally are are the affluent people, and affluent people are generally very very reluctant to share their biometrics with anyone. 
That's my experience. You want to think about the user nature also at that point. But where the affluent people will do that at TSA, I totally agree. At airport, they really yeah. do want to say. So yes, that's a great use case. So from my perspective, I just want to see how the market evolves in these big cities. So I will continue to do a freemium process for next two years as I can afford as Amazon. I have that ability to take the losses for next yeah. two years. Yeah, freemium. Honestly, this product is so interesting for a couple of reasons. I feel like it's one of the very few products out there that combines hardware, uh, software, and bio, right? So, I mean, obviously iPhone is the <laughs> like, is the obvious answer, but like beyond that, there's really very few things that combine all three of those. And the reason I don't think that commercialization is going to be like, hey, buy my hardware, like Amazon's not going to be like, hey, buy my hardware. There's just no way that somebody in a couple of years doesn't invent this exact same te technology that's usable through an iPhone. So in the future, people are going to just be at home, scan their palm with their iPhone and connect it to their credit card so that they can use it at, 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 at any place, at any retailer that has an iPhone or an iPad, right? So it's going to be, it's, that's the direction this is going. It's got to be right. So if I'm if I'm Amazon, your moat now, I mean, is not necessarily the hardware. It's it is the licensing. It's the technology that does the scanning of the of the palm. And so, yeah, I mean, the benefit for retailers is, yeah, you have the queuing decrease. You have a better user experience. You're moving people faster through your store. And, and theoretically, you might be able to do more volume. Right. But yes. Yeah, and the and the and the benefit for the user is you know those same exact things plus you know um, it's just cool like it's just yeah. <laughs> futuristic <laughs> right now it's futuristic right like it's like one of those things like ah yeah I can pay with my palm and you can't like um, <laughs> so I have I don't know it's got to there has to be like a marginal a marginal charge at some point in my mind it has to be like. We're taking a, a, a tiny, a smidgen of every single transaction um, that will add up to be huge numbers over time. They're trying to get the scale though before they flip that switch. Right, and I actually that brings yeah. up the other point. I love Amazon's uh, experiment here. Like they just what a great idea to put it in those Amazon Go stores or or uh, Whole Foods. Mm. It's a controlled environment. They own it low cost, low risk. It was just a great rollout in terms of a, of a terms of experiment, because you're catching a lot of people that go through arenas and uh, I mean, whatever they did in San Francisco or wherever what is it Seattle. Most of um, Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle, yep. Yeah. Seattle. And then, um, you know, like everybody grocery shops. So, I mean, they're doing it in places where they're going to get a lot of great customer feedback from a lot of different types of personas and, and buyers, which is, which is cool. So I would love to see, a, uh, I mean, the feedback from a retailer also at some stores, because ultimately, if you want to charge from them, basically, you want to see like how the sales has increased, the volume has increased, basically. So that kind of feedback loop is required here, I, I believe. And that, that will, that, because ultimately, if, if uh, someone is using Stripe and MasterCard, why would they come to us right now? If they have to pay the same 3% over there, 3% here, I mean, for them, we need to know what is their ROI. How are they benefiting from this new new technology? Here, but here's another here's another thing I would say, and I'm not trying to switch the subject, but it just hit me. Like, okay, two years ago, before COVID, I was in London, and 
I was just like, I, w- I was at a bar actually. And I was like watching every single person paid by with a chip, like their credit card. They just waved the chip in the thing. And to me, I was like, whoa, everybody's got a cool chip. So when I got up there, I tried to do it, but my chip wasn't enabled like that. Right. I had to actually stick my, stick my credit card in the machine. So there's this user base. So, you know, now it's becoming more popular here in the U S right. Yep. So now yep. it's a, it's a lag in user like behavior and, and the way that they perceive that they can pay for things. So maybe they're just a little bit early and we're just, we just need to give it some time and let people get used to the new ways that they can pay for things. And, and I, I think like, you know, there's an element of this on the go, right? Because we all love that, right? Like, you know, easy, right? It just kind of gives you a vibe of moving fast, right? I mean, like, you know, maybe some kind of instant gratification. You pick up the things, right? You don't have to deal with the yeah. cashier. You just, you know, scan it, you know, just... You know, it's seamless and carefree. Yeah, you, don't, you don't even yeah. need your purse you or your wallet. Yeah, you don't need to bother with anyone, right? Um, it, it's more, I, I think it's something that makes you feel good about the experience, right? Not just not just the transactional element of it, but like, you know, how you're um, doing that, you know? And, and that's one of the reasons why I still think like, you know, maybe high-end um, uh, retailers, you know, if any, uh, would, would be a better, like, you know, uh, segment for amazon uh, but yeah. overall you know I, I do think like you know amazon is going to have like hard time um really implementing this at scale with retailers like you know jesse penny macy's you know Nordstrom. uh yeah because 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 like you know, you're kind of like competing right and i'm sure like this element of like hey do i really want to hand over my data not just to you know uh, yep. control of it and, and, and the buying behaviors and, and things like that. I think yeah, there's going to be... Okay. Yeah, I mean, on that point, it's like that. It, the behavior is really what's going to drive this change, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm a retailer, why the heck do I want this? It's just one more thing I got to figure out how to use. Yeah. Yep. But if I'm a retailer, I definitely want it when people are barking at, barking at my door to try to use this stuff, right? So once the consumer, the, the American yeah. consumer or the international yeah. whoever... Yep. Yeah, it starts to like it from the ground up, and it starts swelling that way. Is mm-hmm. when I you'll start to see this start to get more adopted by the by the retailers. And I also yeah. think like you know there needs to be like more use cases where people you know are doing like you know contactless. You know? So and, and I think like you know once once it starts becoming a part of our life, how we interact in many use cases of our life, then then the adoption like you know it's just going to be much more easier and faster. The other interesting angle here is the, like you were talking about Rupa, the, the feelings associated with it, like a feeling of, you know, Hey, that, that transaction was seamless. It was really cool. Associating that to the end of a shopping experience is also something that benefits the retailer. We, we tend to humans in general, we tend to remember the beginnings and the ends of, of experiences, but the end is really key. If we end on a high note, it cancels out negative parts that happen in the Mm -hmm. middle. So yeah, ending on a high note yeah. at a retailer actually, yeah. you know, so could that's a really great increase yeah. the NPS I, score. I love yeah. that. I, I love that frame too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask this question to you, like not a question, but the experience, like when you go for shopping uh, in big shopping malls or, for, or, the, or anything, you're carrying a credit card and you have a constant fear that, hey, did I forget my credit card? Did I take my credit card? And now you don't, if you are having this, you have to just wave your hand. You're not forgetting your hand anywhere except someone when someone cuts your hand. That is the last possibility. Okay, so 
you don't have that fear anymore uh and also no one can steal your hand so no one can steal your credit card so you don't have fear of that getting your credit card getting stolen over here too so i feel like there are a lot of advantage that and i and definitely i feel like user behavior will change uh once this uh pros we start looking into it and that how much i am not missing my credit card when i'm going for shopping right now i have a constant fear hey am i carrying my credit card am i carrying the right credit card i don't know yeah all right th- we got we got to start to land this plane any any uh, are, you, are, you, are you impressed now are you impressed now yeah <laughs> <laughs> so one thing, one thing right i, I know we've in this right Uh, do you guys see and, and okay just um andrew's been been silent for a while so so a question to andrew right how do you see or if you see you know some kind of regulation right um uh, uh, coming to space when we start talking about um you know contactless payment where like you know um a human identifier is used for that right i mean like you know i, I think like you know government would want to regulate data storage for some points that's a that's a loaded question um <laughs> let me think here i so for one reason or another my fingerprints are on file with the government right so <laughs> <laughs> so like <laughs> yeah you know it happens right so people have their biometrics stored it somewhere hopefully secure by the government right <laughs> so like that that's a real thing and it's already happening so I don't see how it makes that much of a change because uh I guess legally or governmentally like thinking you are voluntarily handing over that information for mm-hmm. a benefit in this case it's convenience of payment right so you know there's there's always going to be like naysayers you know and <laughs> I'm sure North Carolina has a very large population of people who are like the government's not getting my palm print or Amazon's not going to get my palm print <laughs> from my cold dead hands. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to pry it from my ninja grip. Yeah, so like that's always going to be the case. There's always going to be people who who will not be on that adoption curve. But I think, you know, as as people become more trusting of of technology and honestly that is just another that is just another conversation in general like like and, and it'll be interesting and I, we don't have enough time to talk about this but like how does web 3 come into this right so like yeah uh yeah authentications trust verification security all that stuff comes into play and i think if the government like if they could just go hire some young kid that like knows a ton of stuff about web 3 like we'd be so much better off right but <laughs> um i i yeah i don't know to put that to put the a cap on that answer i would say the government's already doing it for other applications so it doesn't necessarily concern me to to a high degree because i'm the one handing over my palm mhm mhm yeah like we talked about the feeling associated i remember the first time my alexa called me trent it freaked <laughs> it freaked me out I, and now when it happens i think it's cool like that <laughs> yeah, that evolution yeah, yeah, right? you know it yeah. it takes some time but that the familiarity breeds the trust yeah Yeah. I still don't quite trust all those. I'm not going to say her name out loud because she'll start bark- barking at me in the in the background here. Uh but I still don't quite trust her completely. But yeah, it's it's always like that. 
I don't know. Like, and that's just where we are today, you know, but maybe someday we'll, we'll all have a Neuralink in our brain and we can just walk <laughs> anywhere and pay for anything without thinking about it. All right. So at this point, I would like to talk about the, the some requests from our listeners. Our listeners are interested in talking about some frameworks. So I will try to talk about the two frameworks, Amazon's North Stack Matrix for Amazon One, and then business canvas model. But the first is what it can be the North Star matrix for Amazon at this point for Amazon one. And I believe it's just like Prime, it should be the number of active Amazon one subscribers or users and how often they are uh, using it for the purchase and how the how is their activities increased or decreased in the major stores where it has been launched since its inception. So that's a North Star metric uh, that I think about at this very point. From the business model <clears throat> canvas perspective, <clears throat> I believe the key partners, currently there's no key partner for Amazon Go or uh, Amazon One, but the, except the Amazon Go and the Whole Foods can be the, the possible ones. Um, but what is the key activity? The key activity that we discussed in this uh, episode was contactless shopping experience. And the key resources, initially the one credit card that you need and need and your the waving of your palm, that is an activity that you need to do every time you go for the shopping. The value proposition is, is that we think as a product managers is that the improving the customer shopping experience, decreasing the wait time in the queue, anxiety-less shopping without having any fear of or losing uh, of a fear of a stolen a stolen of your credit card or the losing a stolen credit card at some some store and what about the customer relationship uh, customer trust will increase over time i believe uh, satisfaction will improve uh, if there is no glitches uh, and what about the channels the channels for for now amazon um, is utilizing um, the stores amazon go stores but I believe Amazon Prime is another great way to go for it. Uh, how? We will talk about that later, in the, maybe in the coming months. Uh, I mean, the whole food is great. Um, the marketing channel, and you can utilize uh, newspapers, uh, great uh, uh, media, and the uh, big game venues. That's my take. Uh, for the customer segment uh, perspective, I, I we, as we discussed that, um, Initially, it's the big city customers because that's where it is launched right now. But I firmly believe that the big city customers influence the behavior of the small cities customers over the period of time. We have seen that a number of times with multiple technologies. Um, what the early adopters is most of the time is the, the big cities and then the small cities follows. So that's my take on the customer segment right now cost structure if you ask me uh for the amazon one the at this point the only cost that is involved is is manufacturing this uh, amazon one machine which which is installed physically at stores and that is the only cost involved um and i believe that's not a major cost from the amazon's perspective and Another thing, another investment could have been in the in the IT sector, but uh, IT security sector. But Amazon is already investing heavily in the IT, so I'm not thinking that it will increase too much burden on the cost perspective from the from that side. 
from the revenue stream perspective as we discussed in the in the episode is that it is totally free right now for the customers um as it is a not uh, as the, at this point the opportunities are, are immense um we discussed in this episode that multiple government agencies can be can be partner with retailers in the in the all kind of retailers can be part uh, can be partner with major sports arena uh, we spoke about nightclub too and what not uh so there are a lot of opportunities of revenue uh, depending on how amazon want to focus and want to expand this product all right so what's next andrew what's next i say we uh, yeah we call it a we call it a day it, I, i don't know that there's a clean way to land this plane other than being like hey good good talk guys and uh yeah. we'll we'll catch you on the next episode Thank you. Yep. Thanks all. Hey, and 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 if you guys haven't followed Andrew in LinkedIn, then do follow cuz he puts one of the best content on product management out there. Oh, I'm come sure on. You too, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. You too. <laughs> okay, all right.